This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Approximately 5.45 p.m., Broome County Sheriff's deputies responded to Route 7 near Hancock Road in the town of Colesville for a hit-and-run motor vehicle accident involving a bicyclist. Community members found the bicyclist near the accident scene and provided immediate first aid until the arrival of EMS and law enforcement. The victim, Brennan Loveless, a 13-year-old male of Sanitaria Springs, was transported by EMS to Wilson Hospital and subsequently to Syracuse Children's Hospital for treatment. The victim sustained significant life-threatening injuries and was pronounced deceased at the Syracuse Children's Hospital. The subsequent investigation thus far has determined that a pickup truck traveling east on Route 7 struck the victim and continued driving away from the scene. Members of the Broome County Sheriff's Office Accident Reconstruction Team and Detective Division responded to the scene. Photos of the suspect truck were released and generated valuable tips by community members. On January 2nd at around 5.30 a.m., a vehicle operator called the Sheriff's Office to report a motor vehicle accident on Bevere Street in the town of Kirkwood. The operator alleged to have swerved into a ditch to avoid striking a deer. The subsequent investigation revealed this vehicle was, in fact, the one involved in the fatal accident on January 1st. The investigation has revealed that Bradley A. Law, 34 years old, of Harpersville, was the operator of the vehicle and struck the victim victim causing fatal injuries. Bradley will be charged with criminally negligent homicide, a Class E felony, and leaving the scene of a fatal motor vehicle accident, a Class D felony. Tips from the community were key in the investigation, and Sheriff Akshar would like to extend his gratitude for their assistance. Sheriff Fred Akshar said, I'd like to applaud and commend the expertise and tireless work of the men and women of the Broome County Sheriff's Office for their quick response and steady action in responding to this terrible accident, for bringing this individual into custody, and for helping bring some closure to the family of the victim. I'd also like to thank the people of our community for stepping up and providing key information to the Broome County Sheriff's Office Detective Division to aid in their investigation and help ensure justice will be served. Mayor Jared Cram on Friday announced the appointment of Sophie Bergman as Binghamton City Court Judge. Sophie Bergman brings to the bench extensive courtroom experience and a true commitment to justice, said Mayor Jared Cram. She is both a seasoned prosecutor and a compassionate public servant with a history of fighting for crime victims in our community. Sophie's meaningful track record as an attorney makes her an outstanding choice for city court judge. Bergman will fill the city court vacancy created by Carol Cacciola, who was elected to serve as a Broome County Court judge in November. Bergman's appointment is effective January 9th. She said, I'm honored to be appointed by Mayor Cram as a Binghamton City court judge. As someone who lives, works, and is raising a family in the city of Binghamton, I am humbled and grateful that our mayor has chosen me for this appointment and look forward to serving the citizens of the city in this position. Bergman's law career includes nearly a decade as a prosecutor with district attorney offices in Broome County and Warren County. In Broome County, she prosecuted major felony cases including homicide, violent crime, sexual assault, and drug cases with trial experience in county and local criminal courts. Bergman served as an assisted assistant district attorney, senior assistant district attorney, and chief of the Special Victims Bureau. 
Bergman later served as senior staff attorney for the Crime Victims Assistance Center, providing trauma-informed representation to crime victims in a variety of family, civil, and criminal matters. She's also worked in private legal practice at Hinman, Howard, and Cattell LLP and Jackson Bergman LLP. Bergman currently serves on the board of directors for the Catholic Schools of Broome County and Danielle House and is a member of the Broome County Bar Association. She is a prior board member of the WYCA of Binghamton and Broome County and the RISE Domestic Violence Shelter. Bergman earned her law degree from Albany Law School and holds a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science from Union College. She lives on the west side with her husband and children. On January 1st, state police in Watertown arrested Miguel A. Harvey, age 23, from Watertown, New York, for robbery in the first degree, a Class B felony, and criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, a Class D felony. Harvey is charged with threatening his mother with a box cutter and demanding money. The victim gave Harvey money, then he left the residence. Troopers located Harvey at a residence in the town of Watertown, where he was taken into custody without incident. Harvey was arraigned at CAP court and was held without bail due to having prior felony convictions. He is scheduled for a preliminary hearing on January 5th at the town of Watertown court. New York State Police at Oneonta is asking for the public's assistance with a missing person. Theodore Sikora, age 78, of Davenport, New York, has not had any contact with his friends or family in over two weeks. Sikora was last seen on December 23rd at a local gas station. He does not have a cell phone. Troopers have checked with relatives, friends, and local hospitals, but have not been able to locate Mr. Sikora. Anyone with information is asked to contact New York State Police at 607-561-7400. Prosecutors plan to seek a decades long prison sentence for a man who is expected to plead guilty this week to opening fire in a subway car and wounding 10 riders in, a, in an attack that shocked New York City. 63-year-old Frank James is scheduled to enter a guilty plea Tuesday in the April attack. Prosecutors told the judge in a court filing last week that they plan to ask him to go beyond the roughly 32 to 39-year sentence that federal sentencing guidelines would recommend for James. He was scheduled to stay in trial next month before his lawyers informed the judge on December 21st that he planned to plead guilty. Defense lawyers didn't immediately respond to a request for comment on Monday. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, showers likely mainly between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., then periods of rain after 10 a.m., some patchy fog between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., a high near 54 degrees, chance of rain 100%. Tonight's showers mainly before 1 a.m., patchy fog between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m., a low near 52 degrees, chance of rain 80%. Wednesday, showers mainly afternoon, patchy fog after 1 p.m., a high near 56 degrees, chance of rain 90%. Wednesday night, showers likely mainly before 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 45 degrees, chance rain 70%. And Thursday, a chance of showers mainly after 1 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 52, 30% chance of rain. Thursday night, chance of showers mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 40%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290, also available at 92.1 FM. We're still saving the Southern Tier money at Galt Toyota. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive? Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, 
she or he would stop drinking. If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. Are you a- this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Good morning on this Tuesday, January 3rd of 2023, the new year. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. No traffic issues to report today. So let's all drive safely to work this morning so we can keep it that way. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 35 degrees and foggy outside. Today, showers likely, mainly between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., Then periods of rain after 11 a.m., some patchy fog before 8 a.m., then patchy fog after 10 a.m., a high near 54 degrees, 100% chance of rain. Tonight, periods of rain before 8 p.m., then showers mainly after 8 p.m., patchy fog between 10 p.m. and 3 a.m., a low near 52 degrees, chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow, showers mainly after 1 p.m., some patchy fog after 2 p.m., a high near 56 degrees, chance of rain 90%. Tomorrow night, showers likely, mainly before 2 a.m., cloudy, with a low near 45 degrees, chance of rain 70%. And Thursday, chance of showers, mainly after 2 p.m., mostly cloudy, with a high near 52 degrees, chance of rain 30%. Thursday night, chance of showers, mostly cloudy, with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 40%. 6.14, you're listening to WMBF. Did you know you... You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. You're struggling with your mortgage. You think about it all the time. What are we going to do if we lose the house? It's time to stop thinking and start dialing. Call 1-888-995-HOPE for a free government program that offers expert one-on-one advice about your mortgage options. We've helped over a million homeowners, and we want to help you. Call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. If you're 50... Six sixteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Buffalo defensive back Demar Hamlin was in critical condition earlier today after the Bills say he suffered a cardiac arrest on the field following a tackle hours earlier, leading to the indefinite postponement of Buffalo's pivotal Monday night showdown against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bills said in a statement, Demar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field, and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. For the New York Giants, Daniel Jones threw two touchdown passes and ran for two more, and the New York Giants routed the Indianapolis Colts 38-10 to make the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Landon Collins, one of the two players from the 16 team, 
broke the game open late in the second quarter with a 52-yard pick six as the Giants put a final stamp on a surprising playoff run. The Giants are the third team from the NFC East to make the playoffs, joining the Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas Cowboys. Brian Dayball is no longer facing questions about the New York Giants making the playoffs for the first time since 2016. The Giants are in after that 38-10 win over the struggling Colts on Sunday. Now the question for Dayball is whether he plays all his starters in the regular season finale at Philadelphia. The game is meaningful for the Eagles, who are seeking the number one seed in the NFC, but it won't matter to the Giants, who are locked into the number six seed and will play either Minnesota or San Francisco. The lengthy slide of the New York Jets finally reached the bottom, from legitimate playoff contenders barely a month ago to yet another postseason spent at home as a spectator. New York was eliminated from the postseason after a 23-6 loss to the Seattle Seahawks, ensuring that for the 12th straight season, the Jets won't be part of the NFL playoffs, the longest active drought in the league. The Jets at 7-9 last reached the postseason in 2011 and will finish with a losing record for the seventh straight season. New York quarterback Mike White returned after missing two games with fractured ribs, but threw two interceptions in a shaky performance. And everything looked promising for the Jets just five weeks ago. They were 7-4 and four and re-energized after a rout of the Chicago Bears, with Mike White stepping in for a bench to Zach Wilson in the playoffs well within their grasp. But the Jets are a shell of that surprising squad five straight losses later. The NFL's longest active postseason drought that appeared sure to end has now hit a franchise record 12 straight years. The quarterback situation is un- as uncertain as ever, and the seat under Robert Sala and his coaching staff is warming. Some basketball action. Kyrie Irving made his first seven shots, sparked a big bench celebration with a one-handed follow slam after he finally missed and scored 27 points as the Brooklyn Nets beat the San Antonio Spurs 139-103 to for their 12th straight victory. Kevin Durant added 25 points and 11 assists for the Nets, who have ridden the longest winning streak in the NBA this season to within a game of Boston for the best record in the league. Brooklyn has won 16 of its last 17 games. And the Knicks in action, Julius Randle had 28 points and 16 rebounds to lead the New York Knicks to a 102-83 win over the Phoenix Suns on Monday in New York. Jalen Brunson, who returned after missing three games with a sore right hip, scored 24 points. Emmanuel quickly scored 15 points. Quinton Grimes had 12, and Mitchell Robinson finished with 10 points and 10 rebounds for the Knicks. DeAndre Ayton led Phoenix with 12 points. Chris Paul had 11, and Mikael Bridges had 10. The Suns lost for the sixth time in their last seven games. Another bit of basketball news. Donovan Mitchell set a Cleveland record with 71 points, most by an NBA player in 17 years. And the Cavaliers rallied from 21 down to beat the Chicago Bulls 145-134 to in overtime. Mitchell's total matched the eighth highest in league history and marked the most points by any player since Lakers great Kobe Bryant had 81 against Toronto on January 22nd. 2006. Wilt Chamberlain owns the NBA record with 100 for Philadelphia against New York on March 2, 1962. Mitchell scored 13 points in the extra period after forcing OT by grabbing his own intentionally missed free throw and making a circus shot with three seconds left in regulation, tying the game at 130. 621 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Wall Street Now. 
From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Markets were closed in the Federal Observe New Year's holiday Monday. Trading resumes Tuesday after major indexes closed lower Friday and posted losses for the year. The reports that could affect stock prices this week include ones on job openings and the big monthly Labor Department surveys on December jobs added and the unemployment rate. There will also be minutes from the latest meeting of the Federal Reserve as it battles inflation. More countries are joining the U.S., Canada, and Japan in requiring tougher COVID measures for air passengers arriving from China. They're mandating negative COVID tests. France's government is also reintroducing mask requirements on flights from China to France. And French health officials will carry out random PCR tests at airports on passengers arriving from China. The tourism minister of Israel's new hardline government on Sunday promised to invest in developing the West Bank, calling the occupied area our local Tuscany. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. I never write. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in New York, in almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. Six twenty-four on WMBF. Now, time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. There are lots of reasons for parents to be concerned about the time their kids spend on social media. But according to a new survey by the Pew Research Center, teens say their experience is actually better than their parents think. One expert we talked to said offloading their negative experiences with social media to parents is one of the ways that teens cope. But they often forget to come back and let parents know when their issues have been resolved or stop being painful. Parents carry around worry long after kids may have shrugged something off. Now, things teens said are positive about social media. It gives them a level of connection to what's going on with their friends. It can show off their creativity. It reassures them that they have good people that support them through tough times, and it makes them even feel more accepted. Just make sure that you set some ground rules in order to keep your kids safe when they are using social media. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. 
U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check. As easy as, that's 800-730-8405. Mark Pat- Friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Go for real. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. News Radio 628 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No traffic issues to report today. So let's all drive safely to work this morning so we can keep it that way. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 35 degrees and foggy outside. Today showers likely mainly between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. Then periods of rain after 11 a.m. Some patchy fog before 8 a.m. and then after 10 a.m. A high near 54 degrees. Chance of rain 100%. Tonight, periods of rain before 8 p.m., then showers mainly after 8 p.m. Patchy fog between 10 p.m. and 3 a.m., a low near 52 degrees, chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow, showers mainly after 1 p.m., some patchy fog after 2 p.m., a high near 56 degrees, chance of rain 90%. Tomorrow night, showers likely mainly before 2 a.m., cloudy with a low near 45 degrees, chance of rain 70%. And Thursday, a chance of showers mainly after 2 p.m., Mostly cloudy with a high near 52 degrees, chance of rain 30% Thursday night. Chance of showers, mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 40%. 629, you're listening to WMBF. If you're on. WMBF. 631 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. Entertainment News. More details on actor Jeremy Renner, who remains in critical but stable condition after a snowplow accident over the weekend. His publicist says Renner suffered blunt chest trauma, and the Avengers star had surgery Monday. He also received orthopedic injuries from the snowplow accident Sunday in Reno, Nevada. Renner was airlifted to an area hospital after the accident, which apparently only involved him. The actor, who turns 52 on Saturday, owns property in Lake Tahoe, about an hour south of Reno. I know one thing. And that one thing is another huge holiday weekend for Avatar 2. The Way of Water pulling in an estimated $86.3 million for the four days. Now standing at $1.4 billion total worldwide. That puts it in the top 15 films of all time. And this week, it'll pass Top Gun Maverick to become the highest grossing film released in 2022. The series 1899 canceled by Netflix after one season. It just debuted in November. His call signs Taskmaster. And Black Widow star Florence Pugh is 27 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. Individual Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, January 3rd. You're listening to WNBF. On January 1st at approximately 5.45 p.m., Broome County Sheriff's deputies responded to Route 7 near Hancock Road in the town of Colesville for a hit-and-run motor vehicle accident involving a bicyclist. Community members found the bicyclists near the accident scene and provided immediate first aid until the arrival of EMS and law enforcement. 
The victim, Brennan Loveless, a 13-year-old male of Sanitaria Springs, was transported by EMS to Wilson Hospital and subsequently to Syracuse Children's Hospital for treatment. The victim sustained significant life-threatening injuries and was pronounced deceased at the Syracuse Children's Hospital. The subsequent investigation thus far has determined that a pickup truck traveling east on Route 7 struck the victim and continued driving away from the scene. Members of the Broome County Sheriff's Office Accident Reconstruction Team and Detective Division responded to the scene. Photos of the suspect truck were released and generated valuable tips by community members. On January 2nd at around 5.30 a.m., a vehicle operator called the Sheriff's Office to report a motor vehicle accident on Bevere Street in the town of Kirkwood. The operator alleged to have swerved into a ditch to avoid striking a deer. The subsequent investigation revealed this vehicle was in fact the one involved in the fatal accident on January 1st. The investigation has revealed that Bradley A. Law, 34 years old, of Harpersville, was the operator of the vehicle and struck the victim, causing fatal injuries. Bradley will be charged with criminally negligent homicide, a Class E felony, and leaving the scene of a fatal motor vehicle accident, a Class D felony. Tips from the community were key in the investigation, and Sheriff Akshar would like to extend his gratitude for their assistance. Sheriff Fred Akshar said, I'd like to applaud and commend the expertise and tireless work of the men and women of the Broome County Sheriff's Office for their quick response and steady action in responding to this terrible accident, for bringing this individual into custody, and for helping bring some closure to the family of the victim. I'd also like to thank the people of our community for stepping up and providing key information to the Broome County Sheriff's Office Detective Division to aid in their investigation and help ensure justice will be served. Mayor Jared Cram on Friday announced the appointment of Sophie Bergman as Binghamton City Court Judge. Sophie Bergman brings to the bench extensive courtroom experience and a true commitment to justice, said Mayor Jared Cram. She is both a seasoned prosecutor and a compassionate public servant with a history of fighting for crime victims in our community. Sophie's meaningful track record as an attorney makes her an outstanding choice for city court judge. Bergman will fill the city court vacancy created by Carol Cacciola, who was elected to serve as a Broome County Court judge in November. Bergman's appointment is effective January 9th. She said, I'm honored to be appointed by Mayor Cram as a Binghamton City Court judge. As someone who lives, works, and is raising a family in the city of Binghamton, I am humbled and grateful that our mayor has chosen me for this appointment and look forward to serving the citizens of the city in this position. Bergman's law career includes nearly a decade as a prosecutor with district attorney offices in Broome County and Warren County. In Broome County, she prosecuted major felony cases including homicide, violent crime, sexual assault, and drug cases with trial experience in county and local criminal courts. Bergman served as an assisted assistant district attorney, senior assistant district attorney, and chief of the Special Victims Bureau. Bergman later served as senior staff attorney for the Crime Victims Assistance Center, providing trauma-informed representation to crime victims in a variety of family, civil, and criminal matters. She's also worked in private legal practice at Hinman, Howard, and Cattell LLP and Jackson Bergman LLP. Bergman currently serves on the board of directors for the Catholic Schools of Broome County and Danielle House and is a member of the Broome County Bar Association. She is a prior board member of the WYCA of Binghamton and Broome County and the RISE Domestic Violence Shelter. Bergman earned her law degree from Albany Law School and holds a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science from Union College. She lives on the west side with her husband and children. On January 1st, state police in Watertown arrested Miguel A. Harvey, age 23, from Watertown, New York, for robbery in the first degree, a Class B felony, and criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, a Class D felony. 
Harvey is charged with threatening his mother with a box cutter and demanding money. The victim gave Harvey money, then he left the residence. Troopers located Harvey at a residence in the town of Watertown, where he was taken into custody without incident. Harvey was arraigned at CAP court and was held without bail due to having prior felony convictions. He is scheduled for a preliminary hearing on January 5th at the town of Watertown court. New York State Police at Oneonta is asking for the public's assistance with a missing person. Theodore Sikora, age 78, of Davenport, New York, has not had any contact with his friends or family in over two weeks. Zakora was last seen on December 23rd at a local gas station. He does not have a cell phone. Troopers have checked with relatives, friends, and local hospitals, but have not been able to locate Mr. Sikora. Anyone with information is asked to contact New York State Police at 607-561-7400. Prosecutors plan to seek a decades-long prison sentence for a man who is expected to plead guilty this week to opening fire in a subway car and wounding 10 riders in in an attack that shocked New York City. 63-year-old Frank James is scheduled to enter a guilty plea Tuesday in the April attack. Prosecutors told the judge in a court filing last week that they plan to ask him to go beyond the roughly 32 to 39-year sentence that federal sentencing guidelines would recommend for James. He was scheduled to stand trial next month before his lawyers informed the judge on December 21st that he planned to plead guilty. Defense lawyers didn't immediately respond to a request for comment on Monday. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, showers likely mainly between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., then periods of rain after 10 a.m., some patchy fog between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., a high near 54 degrees, chance of rain 100%. Tonight, showers mainly before 1 a.m., patchy fog between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m., a low near 52 degrees, chance of rain 80%. Wednesday, showers mainly afternoon, patchy fog after 1 p.m., a high near 56 degrees, chance of rain 90%. Wednesday night, showers likely mainly before 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 45 degrees, chance of rain 70%. And Thursday, a chance of showers mainly after 1 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 52, 30% chance of rain. Thursday night, chance of showers mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 40%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Well, honey, I, uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Some stuff coming up in 2023. It's a new year. A new year in Binghamton, New York. A lot of stuff coming up. The Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival. It's Saturday, March 25th, moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. You're going to want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. Officially in the same year now, three months away, Binghamton on Tap Craft Beer Festival. So you want to get those tickets now. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself on March 24th, the Friday afternoon, saying, well, what am I going to do this weekend? Well, uh, Binghamton on Tap Craft Beer Festival. That sounds pretty good, and that's tomorrow. I can do that. And the tickets go up, and you say, oh, I should have listened to James in January. 
in January. He said, buy these tickets now before the price goes up. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, and all for under $170. That's 30 rounds of golf right there. 30 of the area's best golf courses. And six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop. So if you're like me and you have a trash swing and you don't look particularly good playing golf at all, we can get those practice reps in. Six buckets of balls, that's a lot. It's enough to put a blister on your hand. And you save money because golf is an expensive game to play. And you get this deal. Your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses and six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, all for under $170. It's a great golf deal. 643, you're listening to WMBF. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No traffic issues to report today, so let's all drive safely to work this morning so we can keep it that way. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 35 degrees and foggy outside. Today, showers likely, mainly between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., then periods of rain after 10 a.m., some patchy fog between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., a high near 54 degrees, chance of rain 100%. Tonight's showers mainly before 1 a.m., some patchy fog between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m., a low near 52 degrees, chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow's showers mainly afternoon, some patchy fog after 1 p.m., a high near 56 degrees, chance of rain 90%. Tomorrow night's showers likely mainly before 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 45 degrees, chance of rain 70%. And Thursday, a chance of showers mainly after 1 p.m., Mostly cloudy with a high near 52 degrees, chance of rain 30%. Thursday night, chance of showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 40%. 647, you're listening to WMBF. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that pinata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Mark Patch-
650 on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Today, the tech changes that will affect you and your family in the new year. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. This new year brings artificial intelligence pushing even deeper into all our lives. You won't see it, not directly, but AI will control more of how we search the Internet, what stores sell, how doctors diagnose, even hometown physicians. Tesla's troubles will grow. The federal investigation into its autopilot system will lead to heavy fines. There's even an outside chance of an indictment or two, not to mention lawsuits from those injured. The biggest unknown is the Supreme Court. Should the court strike down a law called Section 230 of the 1996 Communications Decency Act, and it should, then Facebook, Twitter, and all of social media will be held directly responsible, just like newspapers and broadcasters, for everything that allows to be posted online. Hey, you can enter to win a $500 gift card at my website right now. That's commando.com slash win. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open roles with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post and company. Plus, their 875 million member profiles put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus all the leading competitors. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Kim. That's LinkedIn.com slash Kim to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Hi. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Buffalo defensive back DeMar Hamlin was in critical condition early Tuesday after the Bills say he suffered a cardiac arrest on the field following a tackle hours earlier, leading to the indefinite postponement of Buffalo's pivotal Monday night showdown against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bills said in a statement DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. For the Giants, Daniel Jones threw two touchdown passes and ran for two more, and the New York Giants routed the Indianapolis Colts 38-10 to make the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Landon Collins, one of two players from the 16 team, broke the game open late in the second quarter with a 52-yard pick six as the Giants put a final stamp on a surprising playoff run. The Giants are the third team from the NFC East to make the playoffs, joining the Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas Cowboys. Brian Dayball is no longer facing questions about the New York Giants making the playoffs for the first time since 2016. They're in after the 38-10 win over the Colts on Sunday. Now the question for Dayball is whether he plays all his starters in the regular season finale at Philadelphia. The game is meaningful for the Eagles who are seeking the number one seed in the NFC, but it won't matter to the Giants, who are locked into the number six seed and will play either Minnesota or San Francisco. 
The lengthy slide of the New York Jets finally reached the bottom. From legitimate playoff contenders barely a month ago to yet another postseason spent at home as a spectator. New York was eliminated from the postseason after a 23-6 loss to the Seattle Seahawks, ensuring that for the 12th straight season, the Jets won't be part of the NFL playoffs, the longest active drought in the league. The Jets, now at 7-9, last reached the postseason in 2011 and will finish with a losing record for the seventh straight season. New York quarterback Mike White returned after missing two games with fractured ribs, but threw two interceptions in a shaky performance. Everything looked so promising for the Jets just five weeks ago. They were 7-4 and four and re-energized after a rout of the Chicago Bears with Mike White stepping in for a bench to Zach Wilson and the playoffs well within their grasp. The Jets are a shell of that surprising squad five straight losses later. The NFL's longest active postseason drought that appeared sure to end has now hit a franchise record 12 straight years. The quarterback situation is as uncertain as ever and the seat under coach Robert Sala and his coaching staff is warming. Some basketball action. Kyrie Irving made his first seven shots, sparked a big bench celebration with a one-hand follow slam after he finally missed, and scored 27 points as the Brooklyn Nets beat the San Antonio Spurs 139-103 for their 12th straight victory. Kevin Durant added 25 points and 11 assists for the Nets, who have ridden the longest winning streak in the NBA this season to within a game of Boston for the best record in the league. Brooklyn has won 16 of its last 17 games. And the New York Knicks in action as well. Julius Randle had 28 points and 16 rebounds to lead the New York Knicks to a 102-83 win over the Phoenix Suns on Monday in New York. Jalen Brunson, who returned after missing three games with a sore right hip, scored 24 points. Emmanuel quickly scored 15 points. Quinton Grimes had 12 and Mitchell Robinson finished with 10 points and 10 rebounds for the Knicks. DeAndre Ayton led Phoenix with 12 points. Chris Paul had 11, and Mikael Bridges added 10. The Suns lost for the sixth time in their last seven games. 6.58, you're listening to WMBF. Who's- As I went through school, one giant question loomed over me. What did I want to be? First, I had to decide what I wanted to make. I wanted to make more. So I became a teacher. Now I make learning a privilege, not a chore, and frustration a tool, not an obstacle. I make working hard seem easy and giving up impossible. I'm a teacher. I make more. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out hour number one of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Bob Joseph back today for Binghamton Now. Coming up next, ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, January 3rd. You're listening to WMBF. On January 1st at approximately 5.45 p.m., Broome County Sheriff's deputies responded to Route 7 near Hancock Road in the town of Colesville for a hit-and-run motor vehicle accident involving a bicyclist. Community members found the bicyclist near the accident scene and provided immediate first aid until the arrival of EMS and law enforcement. The victim, Brennan Loveless, a 13-year-old male of Sanitaria Springs, was transported by EMS to Wilson Hospital and subsequently to Syracuse Children's Hospital for treatment. 
The victim sustained significant life-threatening injuries and was pronounced deceased at the Syracuse Children's Hospital. The subsequent investigation thus far has determined that a pickup truck traveling east on Route 7 struck the victim and continued driving away from the scene. Members of the Broome County Sheriff's Office Accident Reconstruction Team and Detective Division responded to the scene. Photos of the suspect truck were released and generated valuable tips by community members. On January 2nd at around 5.30 a.m., a vehicle operator called the sheriff's office to report a motor vehicle accident on Bevere Street in the town of Kirkwood. The operator alleged to have swerved into a ditch to avoid striking a deer. The subsequent investigation revealed this vehicle was, in fact, the one involved in the fatal accident on January 1st. The investigation has revealed that Bradley A. Law, 34 years old, of Harpersville, was the operator of the vehicle and struck the victim causing fatal injuries. Bradley will be charged with criminally negligent homicide, a Class E felony, and leaving the scene of a fatal motor vehicle accident, a Class D felony. Tips from the community were key in the investigation, and Sheriff Akshar would like to extend his gratitude for their assistance. Sheriff Fred Akshar said, I'd like to applaud and commend the expertise and tireless work of the men and women of the Broome County Sheriff's Office for their quick response and steady action in responding to this terrible accident, for bringing this individual into custody, and for helping bring some closure to the family of the victim. I'd also like to thank the people of our community for stepping up and providing key information to the Broome County Sheriff's Office Detective Division to aid in their investigation and help ensure justice will be served. Mayor Jared Cram on Friday announced the appointment of Sophie Bergman as Binghamton City Court Judge. Sophie Bergman brings to the bench extensive courtroom experience and a true commitment to justice, said Mayor Jared Cram. She is both a seasoned prosecutor and a compassionate public servant with a history of fighting for crime victims in our community. Sophie's meaningful track record as an attorney makes her an outstanding choice for city court judge. Bergman will fill the city court vacancy created by Carol Cacciola, who was elected to serve as a Broome County Court judge in November. Bergman's appointment is effective January 9th. She said, I'm honored to be appointed by Mayor Cram as a Binghamton City court judge. As someone who lives, works, and is raising a family in the city of Binghamton, I am humbled and grateful that our mayor has chosen me for this appointment and look forward to serving the citizens of the city in this position. Bergman's law career includes nearly a decade as a prosecutor with district attorney offices in Broome County and Warren County. In Broome County, she prosecuted major felony cases including homicide, violent crime, sexual assault, and drug cases with trial experience in county and local criminal courts. Bergman served as an assisted assistant district attorney, senior assistant district attorney, and chief of the Special Victims Bureau. Bergman later served as senior staff attorney for the Crime Victims Assistance Center, providing trauma-informed representation to crime victims in a variety of family, civil, and criminal matters. She's also worked in private legal practice at Hinman Howard and Cattell LLP and Jackson Bergman LLP. Bergman currently serves on the board of directors for the Catholic Schools of Broome County and Danielle House and is a member of the Broome County Bar Association. She is a prior board member of the WYCA of Binghamton and Broome County and the Rise Domestic Violence Shelter. Bergman earned her law degree from Albany Law School and holds a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science from Union College. She lives on the west side with her husband and children. On January 1st, state police in Watertown arrested Miguel A. Harvey, age 23, from Watertown, New York, for robbery in the first degree, a Class B felony, and criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, a Class D felony. Harvey is charged with threatening his mother with a box 
box cutter and demanding money. The victim gave Harvey money, then he left the residence. Troopers located Harvey at a residence in the town of Watertown, where he was taken into custody without incident. Harvey was arraigned at CAP court and was held without bail due to having prior felony convictions. He is scheduled for a preliminary hearing on January 5th at the town of Watertown court. New York State Police at Oneonta is asking for the public's assistance with a missing person. Theodore Sikora, age 78, of Davenport, New York, has not had any contact with his friends or family in over two weeks. Sikora was last seen on December 23rd at a local gas station. He does not have a cell phone. Troopers have checked with relatives, friends, and local hospitals, but have not been able to locate Mr. Sikora. Anyone with information is asked to contact New York State Police at 607-561-7400. Prosecutors plan to seek a decades long prison sentence for a man who is expected to plead guilty this week to opening fire in a subway car and wounding 10 riders in an, in an attack that shocked New York City. 63-year-old Frank James is scheduled to enter a guilty plea Tuesday in the April attack. Prosecutors told the judge in a court filing last week that they plan to ask him to go beyond the roughly 32 to 39-year sentence that federal sentencing guidelines would recommend for James. He was scheduled to stay in trial next month before his lawyers informed the judge on December 21st that he planned to plead guilty. Defense lawyers didn't immediately respond to a request for comment on Monday. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, showers likely mainly between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., then periods of rain after 10 a.m., some patchy fog between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., a high near 54 degrees, chance of rain 100%. Tonight's showers mainly before 1 a.m., patchy fog between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m., a low near 52 degrees, chance of rain 80%. Wednesday, showers mainly afternoon, patchy fog after 1 p.m., a high near 56 degrees, chance of rain 90%. Wednesday night, showers likely mainly before 1 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 45 degrees, chance of rain 70%. And Thursday, a chance of showers mainly after 1 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 52, 30% chance of rain. Thursday night, chance of showers mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 40%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that. Of we're... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Are you a local? Seven thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have no traffic issues to report today, so let's all drive safely to work this morning so we can keep it that way. And if you see anything unseemly, let us know and we'll let everyone else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. 
Right now about 37 degrees and foggy outside. Windchill has it at 32. Today, showers likely mainly between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Then periods of rain after 10 a.m. Some patchy fog between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. A high near 54 degrees and a 100% chance of rain. Tonight, showers mainly before 1 a.m. Patchy fog between 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. and 2 a.m. A low near 52 degrees, chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow, showers mainly afternoon. Patchy fog after 1 p.m. A high near 56 degrees, chance of rain 90%. Tomorrow night, showers likely mainly before 1 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 45 degrees, chance of rain 70%. And Thursday, a chance of showers mainly after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 52 degrees, chance of rain 30%. Thursday night, chance of showers mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 40%. 7:14. You're listening to WMBF. Did you know? on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some scary Bills news. Buffalo defensive back DeMar Hamlin was in critical condition early Tuesday after the Bills say he suffered a cardiac arrest on the field following a tackle hours earlier, leading to the indefinite postponement of Buffalo's pivotal Monday night showdown against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bills said in a statement DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field, and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. So what happened to DeMar Hamlin? Suffered a cardiac arrest after making a tackle during Monday night's game. And it caused the NFL to suspend the game indefinitely. The 24-year-old Hamlin was administered CPR on the field, ESPN reported during the broadcast. Teammates surrounded Hamlin, shielding him from public view. Many were weeping and praying while Hamlin was treated on the field by team and independent medical personnel and local paramedics. He was taken by ambulance to University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Teammate Stefan Diggs later went to visit Hamlin at the hospital while fans of both teams gathered outside. It was a scary situation for the Bills and Damar Hamlin. Some Giants news, Daniel Jones threw two touchdown passes and ran for two more. And the New York Giants routed the Indianapolis Colts 38-10 to make the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Landon Collins, one of two players from the 16 team, broke the game open late in the second quarter with a 52-yard pick six as the Giants put a final stamp on a surprising playoff run. The Giants are the third team from the NFC East to make the playoffs, joining the Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas Cowboys. And Brian Dayball, no longer facing questions about the New York Giants making the playoffs for the first time since 2016. The Giants are in after their 38-10 win over the Colts on Sunday. Now the question for Dayball is whether he plans to play all his starters in the regular season finale at Philadelphia. The game is meaningful for the Eagles, who are seeking the number one seed in the NFC. But it won't matter to the Giants, who are locked into the number six seed and will play either Minnesota or San Francisco. The lengthy slide of the New York Jets finally reached the bottom. From legitimate playoff contenders barely a month ago to yet another postseason spent at home as a spectator, New York was eliminated from the postseason after a 23-6 loss to the Seattle Seahawks, ensuring that for the 12th straight season, the Jets won't be part of the NFL playoffs, the longest active drought in the league. The Jets, at 7-9 now, last reached the postseason in 2011, and will finish with a losing record for the seventh straight season. New York quarterback Mike White returned after missing two games with fractured ribs but threw two interceptions in a shaky performance. 
Some basketball action. Kyrie Irving made his first seven shots, sparked a big bench celebration with a one-handed follow slam after he finally missed, and scored 27 points as the Brooklyn Nets beat the San Antonio Spurs 139-103 for their 12th straight victory. Kevin Durant added 25 points and 11 assists for the Nets, who have ridden the longest winning streak in the NBA this season to within a game of Boston for the best record in the league. Brooklyn has won 16 of its last 17 games. For the Knicks, Julius Randle had 28 points and 16 rebounds to lead the New York Knicks to a 102-83 win over the Phoenix Suns on Monday in New York. Jalen Brunson, who returned after missing three games with a sore right hip, scored 24 points. Emmanuel quickly scored 15 points. Quinton Grimes had 12, and Mitchell Robinson finished with 10 points and 10 rebounds for the Knicks. DeAndre Ayton led Phoenix with 12 points. Chris Paul had 11, and Mikael Bridges added 10. The Suns lost for the sixth time in their last seven games. 7.20 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Dragged down by inflation, the major stock averages closed 2022 with their worst losses since 2008, each snapping a three-year winning streak. The Dow on Friday lost 73 points to end 2022 at 33,147. Looking ahead, the Wall Street Journal says the first half of this year could be a bumpy one, with analysts at several big banks thinking markets may slide before bouncing back later in the year. The Fed is expected to continue raising interest rates to slow inflation. Disgraced crypto executive Sam Bankman-Fried is likely to plead not guilty to an eight-count fraud and conspiracy indictment when he appears in Manhattan federal court today. Bankman-Fried is accused of funneling billions from his FTX crypto exchange to his privately controlled hedge fund. Tesla now says its deliveries of cars in the last quarter were up 18 percent, well below expectations. For all of 2022, Tesla sold 1.3 million vehicles, short of the 50 percent growth it had set for itself. Jim Ryan, ABC News. The thing is, I would never get blood before. You know, before this happened to me, I thought of every excuse of the book, but I'm so thankful that everybody didn't think the way I did or I would have died. Like so many new mothers, Noelle needed blood during the birth of her son. Thanks to the American Red Cross and a donor like you, it was there. One donation, just an hour of your time, can help save up to three lives. Please sign up to give now at redcrossblood.org. Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 722 on WNBF. We're now joined by Karen Sweet O'Neill and a happy new year to you, Karen. Well, thank you, James. Happy new year to you, too. Yeah, did you do anything exciting this weekend? I de Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, well, about that, that time. Actually, yesterday, yeah, New Year's was fun. You know, it always is. Just ring out the old, bring in the new, and hopefully, the new will be good, right, James? Yeah, we always hope for that. Yeah, we do. Twenty twenty three. Here we go. It so. still it still feels like twenty twenty to me. Like the last three years have just zipped on by. <laughs> well, we were secluded for two of them. So. Yeah, that's that's probably part of it. <laughs> no doubt. That's for sure. How was your New Year's? It was good. I just hung around, hung around the house. Didn't do anything too exciting. Mm-hmm. But just, you had some time off, which is always nice. Yeah, that that was big to just have a, a two weeks in a row, get a nice little three-day weekend just to decompress a little. You bet. 
Yeah, today will be a long day, James. Yeah, now we're back to the grind. <laughs> Here we go. Speaking of the grind, people, what should they be looking for? And What are we going to talk about tomorrow? One of the things that we're going to talk about is uh, people that may be um, retired IBM people or retired spouses of IBM, uh, empl- former employees, may be receiving a um, HRA subsidy, and it's put on a prepaid MasterCard. But it's coming from Optum Financial, so guess what? Don't throw that card away because that is legitimate. It's um, not well spelled out, of course, but we're going to go into that a little bit um, further tomorrow, and some people actually receive that over the weekend. So Optum Financial, if you receive a prepaid MasterCard, do not throw it away. It is legitimate. We're also going to be talking about moving forward in 2023 and some of the things that you need to get together, you know, just to make sure that your coverages are intact and that they're going to stay intact for the remainder of the year and, you know, beyond that. So we do a lot of reviews starting in January, and I guess here we are in January, and we're already booking up. So um, we review long-term care insurance policies, life insurance policies, a lot of people's uh, 20-year policies term, James, are coming due. And uh, for that matter, or for that reason, you really need to look at it because, you know, your premium could have been, you know, $300 a year, and now it's jumped to 4000 So, hmm, that's a pretty big increase. So what do you do about that? So we're going to talk about all those things. Tomorrow morning, Absolutely. we are at. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. Oh no, go ahead. We are at seventeen oh eight Vestal Parkway East, up above Plato's Closet Style Encore. You can reach us several ways. You can give us a call at six zero seven 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 two forty eight ninety eight. You can Google us at KSO Insurance, and all of our contact information will come up. Or simply, you can go to a phone book. We have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. And as I said, we are booking into January since we're in January. And uh, if you're a client, give us a call. We'll review your policies. And if you're not a client yet, we'll do the same for you. Absolutely. Well, Karen, thank you. It sounds like it's going to be another wonderful edition of our insurance information with Karen Sweet O'Neill tomorrow. I expect everyone listening right now to come back tomorrow and listen again for the full segment. Well, I hope you're right. It's important information. It is important information, and people are already confused, especially about this IBM subsidy. So uh, you don't want to throw away money that's on the table, and uh, you want to know what's going on with that. And can you still get it if you haven't done it yet? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, Lots for the procrastinators like me. Right, right. Well, we, you know, we cater to those as well, James, so don't you worry. Of course. Karen, thanks for joining <laughs> us today. I'm looking forward to talking tomorrow. Very good. Have a great day. Thanks, James. You too. That's Karen Sweet O'Neill, 727. You're listening to WMBF. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20 story building. Now, a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. 
Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You want News Radio 1290, WMBF. 7.29 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No traffic issues to report today, so let's all drive safely to work this morning so we can keep it that way. And if you see anything unseemly, let us know and we'll let everyone else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 37 degrees and foggy outside. Windchill has it at 32 degrees. Today, showers likely mainly between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m., then periods of rain after 10 a.m. Some patchy fog between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., a high near 54 degrees, 100% chance of rain. Tonight, showers mainly before 1 a.m., patchy fog between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m., a low near 52 degrees, chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow, showers mainly afternoon. Patchy fog after 1 p.m., a high near 56 degrees, chance of rain 90%. Tomorrow night, showers likely mainly before 1 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 45 degrees, 70% chance of rain. And Thursday, a chance of showers mainly after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 52 degrees, chance of rain 30%. Thursday night, chance of showers mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 40%. 7.30, you're listening to WMBF. You're struggling with your mortgage. You think about it all the time. What are we going to do if we lose the house? It's time to stop thinking and start dialing. Call 1-888-995-HOPE for a free government program that offers expert one-on-one advice about your mortgage options. We've helped over a million homeowners, and we want to help you. Call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. More details on actor Jeremy Renner, who remains in critical but stable condition after a snowplow accident over the weekend. His publicist says Renner suffered blunt chest trauma, and the Avengers star had surgery Monday. He also received orthopedic injuries from the snowplow accident Sunday in Reno, Nevada. Renner was airlifted to an area hospital after the accident, which apparently only involved him. The actor, who turns 52 on Saturday, owns property in Lake Tahoe, about an hour south of Reno. I know one thing. And that one thing is another huge holiday weekend for Avatar 2. The Way of Water pulling in an estimated $86.3 million for the four days. Now standing at $1.4 billion total worldwide. That puts it in the top 15 films of all time. And this week, it'll pass Top Gun Maverick to become the highest grossing film released in 2022. 
The series 1899 canceled by Netflix after one season. It just debuted in November. It's called Science Taskmaster. And Black Widow star Florence Pugh is 27 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. Are you a local? Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Tuesday, January 3rd. You're listening to WMBF. On January 1st at approximately 5.45 p.m., Broome County Sheriff's deputies responded to Route 7 near Hancock Road in the town of Colesville for a hit-and-run motor vehicle accident involving a bicyclist. Community members found the bicyclist near the accident scene and provided immediate first aid until the arrival of EMS and law enforcement. The victim, Brennan Loveless, a 13-year-old male of Sanitaria Springs, was transported by EMS to Wilson Hospital and subsequently to Syracuse Children's Hospital for treatment. The victim sustained significant life-threatening injuries and was pronounced deceased at the Syracuse Children's Hospital. The subsequent investigation thus far has determined that a pickup truck traveling east on Route 7 struck the victim and continued driving away from the scene. Members of the Broome County Sheriff's Office Accident Reconstruction Team and Detective Division responded to the scene. Photos of the suspect truck were released and generated valuable tips by community members. On January 2nd at around 5.30 a.m., a vehicle operator called the sheriff's office to report a motor vehicle accident on Bevere Street in the town of Kirkwood. The operator alleged to have swerved into a ditch to avoid striking a deer. The subsequent investigation revealed this vehicle was, in fact, the one involved in the fatal accident on January 1st. The investigation has revealed that Bradley A. Law, 34 years old, of Harpersville, was the operator of the vehicle and struck the victim victim causing fatal injuries. Bradley will be charged with criminally negligent homicide, a Class E felony, and leaving the scene of a fatal motor vehicle accident, a Class D felony. Tips from the community were key in the investigation, and Sheriff Akshar would like to extend his gratitude for their assistance. Sheriff Fred Akshar said, I'd like to applaud and commend the expertise and tireless work of the men and women of the Broome County Sheriff's Office for their quick response and steady action in responding to this terrible accident, for bringing this individual into custody, and for helping bring some closure to to the family of the victim. I'd also like to thank the people of our community for stepping up and providing key information to the Broome County Sheriff's Office Detective Division to aid in their investigation and help ensure justice will be served. Mayor Jared Cram on Friday announced the appointment of Sophie Bergman as Binghamton City Court Judge. Sophie Bergman brings to the bench extensive courtroom experience and a true commitment to justice, said Mayor Jared Cram. She is both a seasoned prosecutor and a compassionate public servant with a history of fighting for crime victims in our community. Sophie's meaningful track record as an attorney makes her an outstanding choice for city court judge. Bergman will fill the city court vacancy created by Carol Cacciola, who was elected to serve as a Broome County Court judge in November. Bergman's appointment is effective January 9th. She said, I'm honored to be appointed by Mayor Cram as a Binghamton City court judge. As someone who lives, works, and is raising a family in the city of Binghamton, I am humbled and grateful that our mayor has chosen me for this appointment and look forward to serving the citizens of the city in this position. Bergman's law career includes nearly a decade as a prosecutor with district attorney offices in Broome County and Warren County. In Broome County, she prosecuted major felony cases including homicide, violent crime, sexual assault, and drug cases with trial experience in county and local criminal courts. Bergman served as an assisted assistant district attorney, senior assistant district 
District Attorney and Chief of the Special Victims Bureau. Bergman later served as Senior Staff Attorney for the Crime Victims Assistance Center, providing trauma-informed representation to crime victims in a variety of family, civil, and criminal matters. She's also worked in private legal practice at Hinman Howard and Cattell LLP and Jackson Bergman LLP. Bergman currently serves on the Board of Directors for the Catholic Schools of Broome County and Danielle House and is a member of the Broome County Bar Association. She is a prior board member of the WYCA of Binghamton and Broome County and the RISE Domestic Violence Shelter. Bergman earned her law degree from Albany Law School and holds a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science from Union College. She lives on the west side with her husband and children. On January 1st, state police in Watertown arrested Miguel A. Harvey, age 23, from Watertown, New York, for robbery in the first degree, a Class B felony, and criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, a Class D felony. Harvey is charged with threatening his mother with a box cutter and demanding money. The victim gave Harvey money, then he left the residence. Troopers located Harvey at a residence in the town of Watertown, where he was taken into custody without incident. Harvey was arraigned at CAP court and was held without bail due to having prior felony convictions. He is scheduled for a preliminary hearing on January 5th at the town of Watertown court. New York State Police at Oneonta is asking for the public's assistance with a missing person. Theodore Sikora, age 78, of Davenport, New York, has not had any contact with his friends or family in over two weeks. Sikora was last seen on December 23rd at a local gas station. He does not have a cell phone. Troopers have checked with relatives, friends, and local hospitals, but have not been able to locate Mr. Sikora. Anyone with information is asked to contact New York State Police at 607-561-7400. Prosecutors plan to seek a decades long prison sentence for a man who is expected to plead guilty this week to opening fire in a subway car and wounding 10 riders in, a, in an attack that shocked New York City. 63-year-old Frank James is scheduled to enter a guilty plea Tuesday in the April attack. Prosecutors told the judge in a court filing last week that they plan to ask him to go beyond the roughly 32 to 39-year sentence that federal sentencing's guidelines would recommend for James. He was scheduled to stay in trial next month before his lawyers informed the judge on December 21st that he planned to plead guilty. Defense lawyers didn't immediately respond to a request for comment on Monday. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, showers likely mainly between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., then periods of rain after 10 a.m., some patchy fog between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., a high near 54 degrees, chance of rain 100%. Tonight's showers mainly before 1 a.m., patchy fog between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m., a low near 52 degrees, chance of rain 80%. Wednesday, showers mainly afternoon, patchy fog after 1 p.m., a high near 56 degrees, chance of rain 90%. Wednesday night, showers likely mainly before 1 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 45 degrees, chance of rain 70%. And Thursday, a chance of showers mainly after 1 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 52, 30% chance of rain. Thursday night, chance of showers mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 40%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. In 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent. Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income. Do you use 
with non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits, Section 8 vouchers, or child support to pay for housing? If you suspect discrimination, call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the New York State Office of the Attorney General or visit endincomebiasny.com. I am at this point proud to say that I am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and I are very happily living. I never rent. Seven forty-three on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, and it's a new year in Binghamton, New York, 2023. So I've been here about six months now. So I'm excited to see how Binghamton changes over the next year. First and foremost, if I had my way, something would get done about that empty space on Court Street now that used to be occupied by Dos Rios and the Colonial. And it's right across the street from the WMBF studio. Like something cool to be put in there. So it's not just dead space on what you could say is the most important street in Binghamton. The big downtown main street, Court Street. Feels like that space should not continue to go unused. It's been almost a year at this point. Since I remember that story broke before I even got here. And that was one of the first things that I learned when I was doing some research on Binghamton. I, well, I'm thinking about moving to Binghamton and taking this job with WMBF. Maybe I should familiarize myself with you know, what kind of stuff is going on in the local news already. That was well before I started in June. So it's been almost a year since that space was basically shut down. So I'd like to see something done with it at some point. But I'm sure a lot of other interesting things that could go on in the Binghamton area. Maybe this is the year we finally get a Chick-fil-A. Who knows? Not that I would particularly care if we got a Chick-fil-A or not. I would never go because I hate waiting in lines. And no matter what, there's going to be a line at Chick-fil-A for the drive through I'm not going to get out of my car and go in. Not in the winter season. No, no. The winter season is the reason that drive through windows exist. So you don't have to get out and go inside. 744. You're listening to WMBF. Hi, this is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing right now in every state and county across America. Despite having more than enough food available in this country, there are nearly 16 million kids, that's one in five children, struggling with hunger. They often don't even know where their next meal is coming from. And the worst part is, this has been going on for years. There's no excuse for it, and that's why Feeding America is doing its best to put an end to childhood hunger. As a nationwide network of food banks, Feeding America engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids and their families all across our nation. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. You can start by going to feedingamerica.org to learn more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Individual. News Radio 1290, 7.48 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. No traffic issues to report today, so let's all drive safely to work this morning so we can keep it that way. And if you see anything unseemly, let us know, and we'll let everyone else know. 
National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 37 degrees and foggy outside. Windchill has it at 32 degrees. Today, showers likely, mainly between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m., then periods of rain after 10 a.m. Some patchy fog between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m., a high near 54 degrees, chance of rain 100%. Tonight's showers mainly before 1 a.m., patchy fog between 9 p.m. and 2 a.m., a low near 52 degrees, chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow's showers mainly after noon, patchy fog after 1 p.m., a high near 56 degrees, chance of rain 90%. Tomorrow night showers likely mainly before 1 a.m., cloudy with a low near 45 degrees, chance of rain 70%. And Thursday, a chance of showers mainly after 1 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 52 degrees, chance of rain 30%. Thursday night, chance of showers mostly cloudy with a low near 35 degrees, chance of rain 40%. 749, you're listening to WMBF. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. If you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. Even though... on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News, Tech Trends. 2022 was a rough year for the crypto world. Will 2023 be any better? I think I'd say the industry will plod onward. Decrypt Editor-in-Chief Dan Roberts says all eyes are on Sam Bankman-Fried following the collapse of his crypto exchange FTX. But the year is young. I think eventually into 2023, someone else will start to define the year. Something else will happen. That something could be stabilization. After months of volatility, Roberts says crypto is showing signs of settling down. As you look into the next year, I think if you see things improve with the economy, which a lot of people are optimistic about, you should also see things improve with the crypto market. In Washington, lawmakers are weighing some long-discussed regulatory measures for the industry. I do actually think some form of new crypto rules of the road or framework is coming. It still might take even longer than another year, but it's probably likely to come in 2023 than it was in any past year. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. We are your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll, we say, we want you to be okay. Enroll, we say, take care, people, for goodness sake. Health insurance is now affordable. It covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people. Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. People who are... Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt-Out Finals. A.J. Langer is all fired up. And there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with A.J. Lori? A.J., how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burned the house down. If you smoke, put it out. All the way. Every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov slash smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. I never...
7.54 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Buffalo defensive back DeMar Hamlin was in critical condition early this morning after the Bills say he suffered a cardiac arrest on the field following a tackle hours earlier, leading to the indefinite postponement of Buffalo's pivotal Monday night showdown against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bills said in a statement, DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field, and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. So what happened? He suffered a cardiac arrest after making a tackle during Monday night's game. The game ended up getting suspended. The 24-year-old Hamlin was administered CPR on the field, ESPN reported during the broadcast. Teammates surrounded Hamlin, shielding him from public view. Many were weeping and praying while Hamlin was treated on the field by team and independent medical personnel and local paramedics. He was taken by ambulance to University of Cincinnati Medical Center, and teammate Stefan Diggs later went to visit Hamlin at the hospital while fans of both teams gathered outside. A scary situation for the Bills. For the Giants, Daniel Jones threw two touchdown passes and ran for two more. And the New York Giants routed the Indianapolis Colts 38-10 to make the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Landon Collins, one of two players from the 16 team, broke the game open late in the second quarter with a 52-yard pick six as the Giants put a final stamp on a surprising playoff run. The Giants are the third team from the NFC East to make the playoffs, joining the Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas Cowboys. And Brian Dayball is no longer facing questions about the New York Giants making the playoffs for the first time since 2016. They're in after the 38-10 win over the Colts on Sunday. Now the question for Dayball is whether he plays all his starters in the regular season finale at Philadelphia. The game is meaningful for the Eagles, who are seeking the number one seed in the NFC. But it won't matter to the Giants, who are locked into the number six seed and will play either Minnesota or San Francisco. The lengthy slide of the New York Jets finally reached the bottom. From legitimate playoff contenders barely a month ago to yet another postseason spent at home as a spectator, New York was eliminated from the postseason after a 23-6 loss to the Seattle Seahawks. Ensuring that for the 12th straight season, the Jets won't be part of the NFL playoffs, the longest active drought in the league. The Jets, now 7-9, last reached the postseason in 2011 and will finish with a losing record for the seventh straight season. New York quarterback Mike White returned after missing two games with fractured ribs, but threw two interceptions in a shaky performance. And everything looked so promising for the Jets just five weeks ago. They were 7-4 and four and re-energized after a rout of the Chicago Bears with Mike White stepping in for a bench to Zach Wilson and the playoffs well within their grasp. The Jets are a shell of that surprising squad five straight losses later. The NFL's longest active postseason drought that appeared sure to end has now hit a franchise record 12 straight years. The quarterback situation is as uncertain as ever, and the seat under Robert Sala and his coaching staff is warming. Some basketball action. Kyrie Irving made his first seven shots, sparked a big bench celebration with a one-handed follow slam after he finally missed, and scored 27 points as the Brooklyn Nets beat the San Antonio Spurs 139-103 for their 12th straight victory. Kevin Durant added 25 points and 11 assists for the Nets, who have ridden the longest winning streak in the NBA this season to within a game of Boston for the best record in the league. Brooklyn has won 16 of its last 17 games. And for the Knicks, Julius Randle had 28 points and 16 rebounds to lead the New York Knicks to a 102-83 win over the Phoenix Suns on Monday in New York. 
Jalen Brunson, who returned after missing three games with a sore right hip, scored 24 points. Emmanuel quickly scored 15 points. Quinton Grimes had 12, and Mitchell Robinson finished with 10 points and 10 rebounds for the Knicks. DeAndre Ayton led Phoenix with 12 points. Chris Paul had 11, and Mikael Bridges added 10. The Suns lost for the sixth time in their last seven games. So the Knicks back in the win column after going through a bit of a rough patch. They had lost five games in a row. Now back in the winning column. 759. You're listening to WMBF. Uh-oh. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number two of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. We got one more hour to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show, back this week after a short vacation for Bob. That's your chance to call in and contribute. Coming up next, ABC News.